What's up, you bastards? Welcome back to It's Tough, the Magnum True Job podcast. Today on It's Tough, we have Jacob, a lifelong tennis player. And uh, yeah, we're having him on. We're probably going to have a decent discussion. It's our second try. So uh, hopefully we don't fuck it up this time. Hopefully. Hopefully. But before we do any of that, we're at 89 fucking subscribers, okay? So hit that fucking sub button if you like the shit, you know. Um, Throw a like and do a comment no matter what, okay? It really helps the SEO, the whatever the fuck it is, the algorithm of YouTube, you know? Yeah. So let's try to pump these numbers up. We're still doing the condom giveaways, okay? You guys know the fucking deal with that shit. Uh, And that's about it. Let's get to 100 subs. Let's get... Let's get to a fucking hundred. I think that's, we can do it off this video. Easy. You think? Yes. I mean, we, we've been going up. We got like 13 off the mm-hmm. last one or something. So I think yes. we can get to a hundred right now. Hopefully. And then the fucking sky's the, <laughs> sky's the limit. Also, I'm coming out with an OnlyFans page. Just in, no. <laughs> <laughs> I might though. It might be better. I think they take a 30 year money. But if I have an OnlyFans page, I think I could bring in some people. You think so? Come on. You wouldn't buy it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, so um, I guess I, I talked to Jacob before this, and I was like, you know, I think we should talk about tennis because I think, like, mainly on tennis because that's the biggest, like, thing, the biggest uh, commonality we have. And yeah, for sure. It's a fucking, it's a trip. And I think, and this is what really got me, was you telling me how you and your brother watched the Nikolai podcast, which I should link above, but you never know. And uh, you said, like, fuck, we were watching it. And every part, we're like, yep, did that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I had to deal with that. Completely. Fuck, that sucked. But, like, you guys were, like, watching your life through. And I think that your life's a little different because you were telling me yesterday you were born yes. here in Bradenton. Yes. Right? So you were born to play tennis. Pretty much. Do you want to, like, expand? Yeah, so just from the beginning, I think my brother started when he was, like, five. I was, like, one. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> one. Yeah, one one year old. Striking. Yes. No, just watching at first. Yeah? Yeah. And then I got to the age where I could hit a ball. Uh-huh. And then from there, it was just Training. play every day. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. You have nope. to be a pro. Did you have any, like, goals when you were little or, like... Oh. When I was little, come yeah. on. You thought, like, I'm going to go I'm pro. I'm going to be number one in the world. I remember. I'm going to get all of these Grand Slams. <laughs> Bro, I remember thinking I'm going to be better than fucking Donald Young. I'm going to win eight Grand Slams in a row. Like, just fucking demolish it. Like, there was no doubt in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then at about 11 or 12, I figured out. I'm like, that's not going to happen. So I retired. Oh, yeah. yeah, when I was, like, 12, I'd say. Yeah, I realized it started well, to set in. This, is, this isn't such an easy path. Definitely not. Definitely I mean, the truth not. is... Top hundreds is gonna make it. Yeah, top hundreds are gonna be able to make professional tennis their life. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna make enough money to where you're gonna have a money for the future. You're gonna have enough money, yeah, to enough. live a decent life. Yes. Top two hundred? No, no, nope. <laughs> you aren't gonna you're be able to scrape and buy. You're, you're totally gonna scrape by and then become a tennis uh, fucking coach. Coach, yeah. I mean, that's insane. Out of all the people that play tennis. A lot of people become I mean, coaches, a though. fuck ton. Huh? A lot of people become coaches. Oh, yeah, but you have to. Yeah. You, you got like, no what choice else is there to that. do? What are you going to do? It's either that or McDonald's. You rode tennis for that long. Like, yeah. You got to do something you just related hit to tennis. For most of these guys, too, this is the part where I really... Oh, I forgot to put on my fucking shoes. Damn. Well, now you guys see what my socks are like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, for most of these coaches, and like this is what differentiated me from a lot of even players... I didn't like tennis, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, a lot of kids, like, even you, like, do you hate tennis? There's a part of me that, you but know... But you still enjoy yeah, the game a yeah, little, Yeah, I still you know? enjoy it here you and there. You still don't mind playing. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, a big hassle. I mean, sure, I can look at it and say, yeah, it's better to be a coach than a fucking accountant or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, that sounds better. But for me to play tennis the rest of my life... I can't, That just, man. like... That just kills me. No. And some of these people... Excuse me. That aren't as great... Sure, that's the end of their whatever. That's what they their profession ends up being. Mm-hmm. But for me, I couldn't. I'd rather be working McDonald's, you know? Or yeah. That's at least what I used to think. Like with tennis, just, it's so repetitive. Yeah, it's fucking monotonous. It's crazy. Yeah, you're really, and I was thinking about it, because whatever, we all know partiers or this and mm-hmm. that and a lot of these tennis players especially the ones that we know though it's their entire life oh yeah you know it was oh, my yeah. entire life it was your it and still kind of is your entire life sometimes 
And I'm, I was always thinking, I'm like, how the fuck is it that tennis is the cra- craziest part of yours, okay? Like, sure, I don't, I don't know that many, mm-hmm. whatever, football players. I'm sure they all party. I'm sure they of all course. go out. But, like, it seems to be an epidemic in tennis where all these tennis players just want to get fucked up, go out, do something, always are acting out. Yeah. And I was thinking, I'm like, um, I wondered your experience in it. Because, like, are you trying to escape, like, a form of reality? Because your reality every day is just hitting fucking balls. I think you're not that far off. Really? I want to say that. Because it really is just a way to escape. Mm-hmm. To escape this daily grind of... But you would think, like, being an athlete, that when you want to have all your shit straight and, you know, be on top of the game... I mean, they still have to understand, like, we're all still just high schoolers. Yeah, we're all still We're students. all still just... There's still a part of us that wants to do all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's even to another level. Like most of the kids I've known yeah. take it like it's above just go, go partying. It's above beyond. just going out on Friday night. It's going out every night. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, party like heavily. Yeah. Be- that being your life. Even like nic- stuff like that, like yeah. nicotine, juuling, all that stuff. I feel like it's just kind of a release and an escape for a lot of tennis players because we're so in it. Yeah. You know, you, there's we nothing, there's no way to escape. We need something to just. To manage. Yeah, well, you can't physically escape it. Yeah, you, obviously not. You know, you can't. It's not like you're going to tell your parents, hey, I know this is your dream for me, but fuck off, guys. Yeah, I'm going to no. go, you know, do whatever. It's like, no, but I can hide a fucking jewel from my parents. I can hide a fucking this and a yeah. that and your parents. So you can get fucked up and fuck around with your friends and do that type of shit, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know. I thought that was kind of crazy. I wonder. It is, though, because yeah. it's, it's the reality of it. Yeah, you know? I mean... I don't know. You just have to. But don't you think that's fucked up? Like, if I mean, you're of course truly, it is. like, shouldn't your parents or shouldn't somebody see that and realize, like, okay, maybe we need to reevaluate? Because I feel like every parent has the same strategy. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Just- every parent has the same strategy when their kid became a tennis player. Oh, we're going to make him play tennis. We're going to make him hit balls. We're going to keep him disciplined, this, that, and the other. And then by the time they turn 16, they get their own car. They start going to their, to practice by themselves. Exactly. And they get all this freedom. And that's when they get, yeah, freedom. That's when they fall off a yeah. little. But even before that, they're getting these tendencies of, you know, whenever you're around the older kids, you want to try something. You want to do something. Because they are traveling know? a lot. Yeah, you're traveling. Yeah, seeing- you are given a lot of freedom. Yeah, you are. You know? Especially when you're homeschooled, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of extra time. Oh, yeah. So I think that all our parents and all these people, they have the same idea and that's where they're kind of stupid, you know, because it's like, how the fuck do you think that this is going to turn out any different from 99? I guess what my father would probably respond to that is, well, I didn't fucking know. You know, I thought I I had an original idea. They really don't know, though. They really don't. But shouldn't they have gotten an idea? Like, shouldn't you be able to look around and analyze, like, fuck, that kid's 16. I see his parents. They fucking put the pedal to the metal every single day. And then at six or 17, whatever. And then once he got older, he just fucking rebelled or he just... Mm-hmm. The kid's hearts aren't in it. You know, yeah. I feel like no kid's heart is really in tennis if you're trying to fucking escape the reality that is tennis every single day. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, because I... I feel like from the beginning, the parents see it as like, okay, we have a plan now. We're organized. We know what we're going to do, mm-hmm. you know, but life just takes its own toll sometimes. Yeah. And you don't like understand, like the kids got a totally different mindset. Mm-hmm. How are you supposed to control this kid? Yeah. They're just going to want to like, they're just, especially if you really got your fucking hand around their throat. All they're going to want to do is go out At and rebel point, yes. and do something that gets them away from this fucking tennis, mm-hmm. you know? And even me, like my problem when it came to tennis too, why I never would be a good player is I never thought about it when I wasn't playing. Yeah. You know, I never idealized, like, oh my God, this sounds so amazing to be. Sure, I thought about winning Grand Slams mm-hmm. once or twice, but it wasn't like my day in, day out. I wasn't obsessed about how to win, how to play good, shit like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but for some of these people, it is on. It is constantly on their mind. Yeah, but like the players. Yeah, the players. You're talking about the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is though. Well, it has to be. Like for some people, it has to be. Yeah, people train five hours a day, six hours a day. But where does it get you at the end? <laughs> you know, like where's the payout? Like so, that's ideally, what I'm it's pro, right? Ideally, ideally it's pro. pro. The but, idea is, but the be amount the of best. people who actually 
a hundred out of all yeah. the players, like a hundred, say you could say a hundred fifty yeah. a generation, yeah, a generation. So that's whatever, say four years. Yeah, but then there's thousands. if actually less, bro. Probably it's probably a hundred a generation. Okay, I could say hundred. If that does that make sense? Yeah, you know, hundred God, generation are gonna set themselves hundred out of thousands, probably thousands in the world, at least in millions. Yeah, there's a lot. Come there's on, a playing lot tennis around the world, especially mm-hmm. like international. Yeah. They have these massive fucking facilities all over the place yeah. now for tennis. Yeah, that's true. Especially Europe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a big-ass fucking industry, but mm-hmm. it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. <laughs> all, all these fucking coaches, like, I, sure, there are some coaches I love and whatever, but at the end of the day, like, sure, th- they'll make your kid better. Mm-hmm, they'll help. Th- there's no magic ingredient. Yeah. But like a lot of these parents are just losing their asses. I mean, you see it come here. Like, oh, yeah. The oh, financial yeah. burden from kids playing tennis. But the problem is, you know, these parents want so much for their kids to play tennis, you know, and just be good and love the sport. Mm-hmm. But then the kids are like, bro, like, fuck you. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Especially when you push them that hard. Oh, yeah. When you're pushing them harder, the more they're going to want to be like, dude, fuck this. It's just, it, I don't know how it works, but it's just, it does. It works like that. Well, that's how it works, but it doesn't work at the end. At the end of the day, it fucks everybody. At the end of the day, no one comes out happy. Your kid's got a fucking partying problem. You're broke, you know, and you you guys are just depressed and miserable. You got a skill that you'll use once in your life. It's a valuable skill, though, if you do become like a coach or, you know, if it gets you a college. Yeah, but that's one job, you know, that's... Yeah, but still, I mean, think about it. If you can get to a $60,000 a year school... Oh, that's true. Play... Playing tennis. Get there for free or something, I mean... And then at the end of the day, like, you know, I know how some parents look at it. They're like, well, I wouldn't have gotten to spend as much time with my kids. I wouldn't have done, you know, so I wouldn't have had that close of a bond, but, you know, you spend some fucking money and some time and a lot of heartache. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hobby, you know? Yeah, it is. It's more than a hobby. <laughs> it's way more than a hobby. It's an expensive-ass hobby. So, like, do you have any, uh, I say experience, but, like, do you feel, uh, well, yeah, do you have any experience, like, trying to escape this reality of tennis? I have, yeah, in the past. Like, like what? Um, you know, with jeweling. Jeweling, stuff everything. like that. Yeah. Like, do you feel that as, like, a stress reliever for you, or was that, like, one of the reasons that you did it? It was, so yeah, it was a stress reliever, but it was also just to fit in at that time. Fit in, kill time. Yeah. So you wanted to do it, but like, it obviously hurt your tennis, did it? Uh, Not really. Not really. If I'm going to be completely honest. If I'm going to be completely honest, I never really noticed a change. Really? In like my breathing. Wow. No. Because I know whenever I like have any of those issues <laughs> i definitely can tell a difference in my fucking uh, ability to run and do shit like that like my lung capacity my capacity is good but the actual like efficiency of my breathing is just horrendous yeah no i've wondered like why my lungs haven't really been totally <laughs> why they aren't destroyed fried. Yet, yeah. but i know a few kids i mean it's we talked about it yesterday when yeah, we, we did to, the, <laughs> the strong in the weak, mm-hmm. but it's also like some some guys I know smoke cigs, do all this shit, and play tennis, and their lungs hurt, but they don't give a fuck. You know, they don't. It's just like yeah, I got they, they're like yeah, it's part of the daily routine. Yeah, it's just like I mean, fucking Ferrer used to smoke a pack of cigs a day. Really? Yeah, bro. I didn't know that. And he was he's Ferrer. He's the he's one of the <laughs> he's fastest the runner. Guys. I, don't, I don't know if he's still like at the end. I of think his, he's retired, but yeah, now he is. Yeah. But, but man, <laughs> but like at, at a point, he was smoking, running, playing tennis, and I mean that's what they were doing in the seventies, right? Yeah, Pretty but much. like, like fuck the seventies. Like, come on, man. The <laughs> was game was time. yeah, like they weren't grinding. Like Ferrer mm, yeah. was grinding. Ferrer was Ferrer was, was like running fucking every on ball top down. of that shit. Yeah, yes. It was an animal. It was a way different game. And for them, I guess just smoking a pack of cigs. You yeah, know, it's just normal for them. like normal standard operating procedure. You know, yeah. some people get used to it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I feel like this partying thing, though, for tennis is still an idea I want to, like, stick on. Because it just, I don't know. I feel like there's something there. Because I look at all the kids, all right, that I know or that I hear of or whatever I talk to. uh, They all play at college or whatever the fuck they do, okay? But they play tennis. They're decent tennis players. 
Not one. Okay, I knew kids in school that were smart, that wouldn't go out, they wouldn't party, that just wasn't their thing. I can't name you a single tennis player under from like, you know, 16 to 19 that I know. Okay. That doesn't like party to a relatively like uh hard extent. I think or strays away from drooling and all that shit. I mean, you're more in the scene than me, I guess. Yeah. So would you say that's I would, false? I would say it's because of the freedom they have. But so you wouldn't say it's false though. No, that is not. That's not. See, false. like that's fucking mental. Okay, I it's wish we were recording this on video true. so like you could see my frustration, and anger. <laughs> like, see, now I wish the camera is out. Well, guys, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. We did fucked up podcast yesterday. I'm gonna release some clips of it. Okay, this is just gonna be. Uh, podcast, and I'm just gonna really sound like the audio platforms, and I might do a vi- minor visual component, but you know, there's only Maybe. so much we can do. Yeah. Anyways, though, but I think that's fucking mental. Like, I mean, think about is, like even football players and shit like that. Like, sure, most of them go out and do shit, but, but like, honestly, I feel like they're more straight edge than tennis players. Yeah, like I feel like 99 percent of tennis players. I, I told you, I can't name a single one. Girls or guys, they all go out, they all party, they all drink, they most jewel, okay? And they don't have any, like, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, so here's how I see it. I see it as they're given freedom, obviously. They go to tournaments. Mm-hmm. They're given money by, yeah, you know... Parents. Parents, whatever, sponsors. Mm-hmm. And they're young, you know? What's, what's going to happen? That's a pretty, like, reasonable way to look at it. And and for the sport they play, tennis. Yeah, I feel like there's obviously expectations, mm-hmm. but they also know deep down that it's not. It's like um, be the end of the world. What's the word? It's a futile, futile yes. uh, embark. Yes, that's kind of. But that's gotta be like. That's gotta be mentally not draining, but a mind fuck. <laughs> Of course. For lack of a better word. Like, imagine going out every day and trying to do your best-ish, mm-hmm. but knowing for the past three years that even your best will not lead you to success. You know, it's you just... You know, that's crazy. Like, even the football, like, they're doing it like, oh, I'm going to play good high school football. Like, that's how they rationalize yeah. it, you know, play something like that. But tennis players, it's yeah, like, they, you're an absolute failure if you don't go pro. Every junior, t- like, even me, like, I'm a failure when yeah. it came to tennis. Yeah, of course. 100% <laughs> because I didn't even go to college, okay? <laughs> but, like, even if you go to college, like, it's great. Your parents will be happy for you. But that initial goal, you deep down inside will think... You know, I fit a little bit. I didn't achieve all that I've wanted to achieve, right? Okay. Yeah. You know, so you have to go through your entire life and training sequence thinking like that. Like you do. My my main goal will never be achieved. Period. And I think they just I'm just keep, going for a fucking consolation trophy. They just keep go- chasing that dream because they're taught to never give up, basically. And can you you can really, you know, you know, with all the time and money and just effort you like, put into it, like me, it took me till sixteen, or more older, bro, seventeen, I okay. think, to like entirely stop playing tennis, like zero train, like I do not have to go train. Okay, I quit playing competitively at twelve. Yeah, you did. Okay, but you still trained for- five years. <laughs> it took me five years to get out of tennis. That's crazy. Five just, years. Just um, constantly playing. Just, you but know, in your playing. head, you know that you want to quit. In my head, I was waiting you to quit. That I, I had no, um, whatever, dreams of playing pro or even playing at college. Like, none of that. I just wanted to be done. But I couldn't. It was too much of an investment. My parents, the pressure, all that shit. It's just like, if and if I totally stop, I'm a total loser. That is true. You know, like I am an absolute You really just quit tennis like that. But, I mean, what I did is I just said, fuck it. If I can find a way to like subvert tennis. Yeah. So I said, oh, I'm going to work out now. Yeah, at least. And I work out as much as possible so then I don't have to play tennis. Then, because if I said like, listen, parents, I don't want to play tennis. Fuck you, you dipshit. Like you're going to play some fucking tennis. You put that energy somewhere else. Yeah. See, but some people put that energy into other things. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where they kind of, they do that and tennis. 
Yeah. They just get fucked up. And, and then, play but tennis. they keep, they still play tennis just to keep them on track a little bit. Or just to keep up with like appearances. Yeah. yeah. That's really all it is. That's true. You know? Mm-hmm. It's not like. So uh, you're still known as a tennis player. Yeah, you aren't a fucking loser. Your parents, like, think about this too. When you t- play tennis, you know, you talk about this freedom that your parents give you. Yes. And I think thinking about just giving a young kid freedom, probably a reason why they all party. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I think also, you know, there's a few other, in my opinion, like subconscious, yeah, like a existential crises yeah. that are going on inside your head. Like, I didn't even know the issues that I was like pondering over while I played tennis. You know, like about my okay. life and yeah. all this shit. But at the end of the day, like now when I analyze, I'm like, fuck, I was really going over some existential problems. Yeah, no, tennis definitely can do that. You know, it like fuels that. So when you pair that with going out every night and partying, mm-hmm. you really just become numb to everything that's important to you. Well, yeah. And think about this. You're playing tennis. Okay. Your parents aren't really going to give a fuck. Because what do they want? They want you to play tennis. Yes. That's their main goal in life. And eventually you reach an age where they also realize that, oh, they realize not- this bitch ain't going pro, but they're like, well, but at if least he if just stays playing. playing tennis, you know, maybe he'll go to college. He'll stay healthy. Yes. He's hanging out with a good group of kids. <laughs> I'll allow him to keep this freedom. But what happens? You abuse that freedom. And there's nothing wrong with that. Kids are yeah. kids. I got no problem with it. I just wondered why the phenomenon in tennis is so much more prevalent. You know, because kids are kids no matter where the fuck. And there's going to be ghetto little hood rats that do their little ghetto hood rat shit and they get fucked up and party and all that. But like a tennis player, like what the fuck? And I think people don't expect it. Yeah, it's always so unexpected. They're they're like, wait, they party, they go out. And I'm like, dude, like these tennis players are fucking. And a lot of them go crazy. Yeah. I mean, I know a considerable (laughs) amount of tennis players with mental health issues. Who have, yeah, after high school and after college, they really really didn't know what to do after that. They didn't know what to do. I think it just drives you insane. It does. I think it honestly going out there and hitting balls every day. And like you said, for futile reasons, there's no reason to be out there half the time. Not really. You're just doing it just for the fuck of it. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Especially when, like, at, at that point when you know, oh, I'm not going to be pro. I'm not going to mm-hmm. I'm not gonna play D1 college tennis. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. Uh, uh, let's talk about fucking Joe Rogan. I mean, we both we, love yeah, Joe. Yeah, we love Joe Rogan. Uh, so much. I, fuck, do you want... You got something you want to talk about um, with Joe Rogan? <laughs> I just... I think it's crazy that, like, you know, his podcast, he just goes out there, he says what he wants. He gets what whoever he wants on the podcast. See the um, Robert Downey Jr. one? No, I don't really like, like, the actor shit ones. Like, I don't know. They're, they're like, artsy. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with that. But, like, Robert Downey Jr., to me, he's kind of interesting. Like, I may watch some shit on him because he was a druggie and all that yeah. shit. But, like, to listen to him talk for three hours... Not really my thing. You know, like when I watch some of these fucking, I watched, you watch the Rob Carey one? No. He's, his uh, Instagram's the world's strongest gay. <laughs> he's a homosexual. Okay. okay. We got to keep this shit PC. He's the, sh- he's a homosexual strong man. Okay. He's, so he's the strongest yeah. fucking gay on the planet. And uh, he's got a fucking rainbow mohawk. <laughs> and he talks and... I'm not that into gays. <laughs> like but it, you like it that? doesn't. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. <clears throat> well, because I like power or um, yeah, strongman. Yeah. Okay, I've watched the Ryan O'Hurst one. Okay, another strongman, yeah, yeah. and I've watched all of them, and they're pretty interesting. And even this guy, like, and it was kind of weird. Like, okay, he's gay and he's a strongman. Let me try to figure this shit out. Like, and he's not <laughs> like a flamer. He's not like super flamboyant or nothing. He's, I mean, except for his fucking hair and shit. But yeah. that's just to fuck with people. That's not like I don't think he's really like trying to be a super homo. He's just trying to be like, you know, listen, I'm gay and I'm strong as fuck. And anyone wants hey, to shit that's on cool, me, though. look at me, see how gay I am, and I'm gonna lift this weight. You know, and I'm gonna lift this car over there. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of that was interesting to like watch and understand and it's kind of a cool story he's only been i mean he's been doing it for 10 years but he's small too he's like five he's five ten really most of these fucking guys are six eight six they're way and he's like he's only like 290 really Mm -hmm. they're like that's pretty light and he thinks he might deadlift a thousand pounds dude that's crazy if you can do a little thousand five ten two ninety 
And that's like that's not even like he's super short to where it's like a benefit. Yeah, you know, like in he's the compound tall, lifts, a little like, bit. He's still like me. Yeah, like my height is not great for any lift. My arms are too long that's for true. bench press. My fucking back and legs are too squat, long. Squat, for, forget about it. Everything's wrong with squat. <laughs> squat is just not happening. Deadlift, deadlift a little bit better because the long arms help you and yeah. then just, you just fucking get to pop it. But still, if you're doing deadlift straight, you aren't doing it sumo. I oh, mean, it's a is, lot more travel. That's way more travel. Yeah. But uh, so that one I thought was fucking yeah. interesting. So many of them. The Dorian Yates one. Oh, my God. That was my favorite one. Of all I, time. I really like the UFC fighter ones. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm just he, like, he, he, I don't know. He knows a lot about fighting. Mm-hmm. It's like way more than I've thought. Oh, yeah. He knows yeah. way more about fighting than I'll ever know. Yeah. He cares way more, too, than I'll ever fucking care. Definitely. But, like, some of these guys, I don't even really give a fuck about the fighting. Yeah. Cerrone's just a bad motherfucker. Oh, for sure. You know, Masvidal is just fucking dangerous. Like, you have Masvidal, like, you just listen to him talk, and, like, they talk about fighting, and it's fun to talk about mm -hmm. it. Like he's just a fucking straight up hardcore motherfucker. You, you see know, him, uh, you see him pack a lip with cowboy. Oh yeah, that was that hilarious. Was so, and he I ends up that. eating all the dip. <laughs> I'm like, dude, dude, are you serious? Like you just ate a, f and it wasn't like a little pinch. It was a pinch. Yeah, it was a considerable pinch of Copenhagen. <laughs> he just ate it. I'm like, bro, he had to have been shitting himself by the end of that podcast <laughs> and yakking. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like if you did that. That would be uh, you would you would feel some trauma, but the, but like you can't though because you're right in front of cowboy. You know? Oh no! Like Andy yeah. was drinking a Budweiser, <laughs> like all that shit. Like, do all those chem Andy doesn't do any nicotine. Uh, like I get the, it if he the, was like a big time vapor or yeah. something. Like I mean, he smokes like the the blunts, right? Yeah, yeah. What a is blunt that? like the fucking tobacco wrap? Like that's, that's fucking nothing. Okay, that's true. But to eat a full lip, that was <laughs> I loved it. I've watched all the Cerrone man. ones a few times. I there's the like guy. three of them. I think. Cowboy? I yeah. love that guy. He got fucked by McGregor, though. <sighs> that was sad. Like, I didn't watch the fight, and I was like, all right, 50 50. Like, because McGregor's been fucking around lately. Yes, he, oh, for sure. Definitely. Like, but I mean, he's still fucking Against Khabib, killer. yeah. He's, yeah, but he wasn't like, even... and Khabib's a fucking oh, killer as well. Khabib Everyone's like, yo, he's going to rape him. Yes. Like, it's going to be fucked. But they thought maybe the magical McGregor would just go out there and fucking <laughs> stick him <laughs> once whoa, whoa. and Khabib just dies. Like, something no, magical happen. fucking happens. That but, definitely did not happen. But the but cowboy one, yeah. But then I, I gained so much respect for McGregor after that. Especially at 170. Well, 170, you know, I think McGregor's a bigger guy. Like, not big guy. But he should But he's more, uh, whatever, suited for that weight. But to also fight like a 170 cowboy. Like, at 170, cowboy can kick. That's what I'm saying. That's he why can, I have so much hit. respect for McGregor. I'm like, bro, you just dismantled fucking cowboy. Yeah. Basically the second or third, you know, top five he's, guy. He's Dismantled him. 40 seconds? 40 seconds. And it wasn't even like he did any crazy shit. He just fucking took it to him and popped him until the guy couldn't take it no more. And then, you know, how much he made. That's also oh. a stupid amount. How much he make? 80 mil. Off that fight? Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. You ever have those fantasies that you're going to be a UFC fighter? <laughs> do you? Yes. You I know, I, I always think about that, but then when like I do a few punches oh, and my oh, neck no. basically seizes, and then I can feel my brain slosh, and I'm like, I'm already pre-CTE. <laughs> I don't need any more of that shit. Like, I have done zero fighting, okay, or, you know, very yeah. minimal. A little, little shit, but nothing big. I've never been a fighter, Yeah. okay? And... My neck and head is fucked. Like, I already got the fighter injuries. So <laughs> Even I, without the fighting. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. It but, just would be cool. I don't know. You see a guy like Khabib, though. The guy has been wrestling oh, with yeah, his dad no. since he was four. Wrestling fucking bears? Yeah. Like, and then yeah, it's like, okay. You're not competing against you. He has devoted his the life to this. The only person I think I honestly could have a fight with is even Logan Paul. <laughs> like, I know he's got, like, probably 30 pounds. Because he's a big motherfucker. He's a big guy. But he's just such a blonde pussy. He is. Like, he, I, I feel like I could just go out there and say, you're such a fucking loser. Like, come on. He, he's And he lost he to KSI. Even, yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, like, I think I could take him. I think just off of pure Logan physicality Paul. and just who I am, like, physically, yeah. I think I could take, I know I could take Jake Paul. If Jake Paul knocks me out, fucking A. 
Uh, I don't, you know. Hear that, Logan Paul? Huh? Yeah, fucking Logan Paul. This is me calling you out. This is Magnum Tron. Everyone, spread the word, okay? Magnum's taking on Logan Paul. No money, just respect. Um, no money. This is just for the fan love. Let's have it at the Bayshore Stadium. No, fuck that. I'll have it here, bro. I'll put some mats down in the backyard and we'll just, just go fucking, at it. Yeah, we'll just throw down. No gloves, no fucking headgear. That's just, just that's a the straight other street thing. Bro. Like, bro, you're Logan Paul. You guys want to pretend like you're fucking boxers and you're wearing headgear for, oh, they took their headgear off one round. Fuck you. You want to fight, bro? Go fight like they fight at the fucking bars. They, were, they weren't required to wear headgear? Were they? I don't know. Who the fuck but gives yeah, a shit? Even if, you got the... You got, even if they were, they're they, funding listen, the fight. They got a fuck ton of money, yes. the both of them. Both of them. They got a huge-ass YouTube following. I mean, I know they're doing it for the money and for the pay-per-views and all this shit, but wouldn't you, don't you just, I mean, I would pay some money if they could live stream on YouTube and charge some money, which they definitely could figure that out. Yeah. They definitely could talk to YouTube and get that shit set up. Just be like, yeah, it's whatever the fuck we want. I would pay to see them, no headgear, 10 rounds. I'd pay to see them fight me, no headgear, <laughs> 10 rounds. I don't give a fuck. here in the back. Oh, yeah, in the backyard. Or on the tennis court. Yeah. Just put down some mats real quick. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I think he'd stick me. Like, he would definitely fuck me up. But I feel like he might win. Could, but are you faster it. than him? Probably not. I mean, I'd have to work out a little bit. Or, like, you know, Can get Can you imagine that, though, training for boxing? Yeah. Really? Routine, yeah. Because it just would be so, like, melodic, you know? It would. Like, you'd get into that rhythm. And I could do it. And also, I kind of want to take a break from, like, just, just fucking... straight pumping? Straight pumping. Hey, like, man, boxing could be... Yeah, but I need somebody who I don't think's a real threat. You know? Like, even <laughs> Logan Paul. Like, if he sticks me, he's going to stick me like a bitch. So it's not going to hurt that bad. Yeah. If Masvidal sticks me, he's going <laughs> to stick me like a hard Cuban motherfucker. And my head is going to go, oh, oh, oh. And I'm going to be fucking three IQ points small. Or fucking A. Three. I'm going to be... Uh, you're going to be... You're going to lose a lot of brain cells. Oh, yeah. My, yeah, my hit, entire fucking left hit hemisphere. Hit by Masvidal. <laughs> yeah, just done. And then he's going to get on top of me and make me have facial reconstruction. And I'm already not, like, beautiful. So if I do that shit and he fucking breaks my nose and gives me a worse deviated septum, then I'm really fucked. I feel like you with cauliflower ear, though, would... I feel like that just fits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's if I'm wrestling. Logan oh, and them yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. do MMA. They have no real ability to get cauliflower ear. No, they don't. So I think I could take on Logan Paul. I think I could at least make a good show. You know, I, th- I, I do think not you go think few, he would drop. You could go a few rounds. Just you could definitely few. survive a few rounds. Jake Paul? Jake Paul, I gotta be able to take. He's like your he's probably your size though, right? Yeah, he said I was looking uh trust me, I don't follow that fucker on Instagram. But I was looking at something, maybe on Snapchat. It's like, yeah, he's usually 200. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard too. And I'm like, fuck, like, he's small too. He's not, I don't think he's six foot. No. I think he's like 5'10". Yeah. To be 200, like, that's pretty big. Like, I'm 180 and I'm not a small individual. Could you make it up to 200 if you had to fight? <laughs> oh, I could pack on to 200, <laughs> bro. I would be a fucking, but I wouldn't be able be to a move. Tank. Yeah, but I couldn't breathe. That's true. If I'd fight Logan Paul, I'd want to stay right here. Unless I start doping. <laughs> You know, I've been looking at SARMs, though. That shit looks interesting. You don't want to do TRT? Well, all right. TRT, I see if I, like, if I make my life somewhat successful. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a little bit older. I still think my natural <laughs> testosterone. I'm an 18-year-old, almost 19-year-old male. I think everything's good. Okay, <laughs> we're still in working order. So I don't really want to fuck any of that shit up. But SARMs might be able to enhance my working order. And, like, not fuck me up once I get off them. They might fuck me up a little bit once I get off them. So how would that work for you? Just just to, like, get a little bit bigger, just feel a little harder. But, but like, isn't, it, isn't it mostly because you have, like, just more strength, more energy to, to work out more? Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's kind of like a test. It's a more extreme test booster. Okay. So what it does is it goes into certain parts of your body and says, basically, you know, produce more testosterone, yeah. produce more of this, produce more of that. And, uh, you know, produce more anabolic hormones that'll help you grow, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that could be interesting, but if you get off it and it all goes away, then it's like, and you're fucking going to be depressed. I know that because I can't, I can't deal with another chemically induced depression. I got a question. How do you think Arnie looks right now? 
Well, I haven't seen a very recent picture. I mean, he's still fucking big. I saw him in the recent Terminator. Oh, I mean, he definitely think, looked big in there. I think there. he's still big. Oh, yeah. I think Bro, it could have gone way worse. Dude, these guys who make it as professional bodybuilders and shit like that, they're just, uh, it's like the strong. They're just meant to fucking make it. Like him. Yeah. He, had, oh, he was taking roids, but not crazy. Okay? No. It was, yeah. And he was the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And look sure. at him now. Sure, he had open heart surgery. But, but like, hey, he's 70-something. Exactly. And he still looks fucking good. He's got some and pythons. Not even that. He still looks good. He's still healthy enough. He's not fat. Lou Ferrigno. Oh, Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno was on roids, too, in the 70s. Yes. Then got on Uberoids when he came back at 40 to be a bodybuilder in the 90s. And he was That's like crazy. fucking 300 and something, a giant. Yeah. And now he looks fucking good. He's fucking jacked. And he seems to be all there. Even you know, Franco. Franco just died. Yeah. But Franco made piece. it a pretty as- long ass time. And he was definitely on something. All these guys. Dorian Yates looks amazing. And now he's on TRT and shit. And he was a fucking juice head. Lee Haney. Looks pretty fucking good. Like, these guys that are... Ronnie Coleman, even. Oh, Ronnie Coleman, yeah. Physically, he's destroyed, but that's just from the weight. But, okay, he was pulling some serious weight. Even, like, up recently, he's still... Bro, he's he's still putting up numbers. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, that's insane. But, like, to be however old he is... Ronnie's probably, like, 50. 50. Late 50s, something like that. And he's still... He's so strong. And he's still... Well, he's still on roids, too. That's true. You know, there's no way he's not on roids. (laughs) 50 years old, just squatting. 50 years old, veins the size of fucking garden hoses. (laughs) Like, let's be real here. Like, you're on some roids. And you're fucking... I mean, not veins the size of garden hoses. You got 20-inch arms, too. But hey, to be like... To have started his career in the 90s, I'd say. Yeah, probably. And like, to still... Up until 2020... Reign dominant in the 2000s yeah. and be massive and be on loads of gear. Yeah. That's pretty good. Like some of these guys fucking take it like Mike Metzer and those guys took it back in the 80s mm-hmm. and they were juiced up and they fucking croaked at 40. Yeah. But they never like they were good at bodybuilding, but they weren't the best and they probably pushed themselves as hard as they could. And then their body just said, fuck it. How about one bodybuilder? Rich Payana. Fuck, Rich Pion. We've already talked about him a we have. on the podcast. I mean, he couldn't take it. He, I, he couldn't take it. Like he, but he, was he also tried hard. hard, though. Oh, yeah, but even him. He was never he the best. He couldn't make it. He was it. never like meant to be a professional bodybuilder. He was meant to be like an influencer. Mm-hmm. And that's what's dangerous. Like I think about like these guys. Because like, I guess, yeah, they're just going for straight visuals. Yeah, straight visuals. And they it's don't not care. like... Excuse me. It's not like you have to make it to a judge or even look good. They're or just doing it to anyone, be like, yeah. no, he just was doing it to be outlandish. <laughs> you know, his only like draw was, look at me, bro. I look fucking mental. He did look mental. He did look mental as fuck. Yes. Dang. <laughs> so I don't know, man. He's fucking fried. But now that he's gone, it's kind of sad. It's kinda but, tough, yeah. but what are you to expect? You know, like that's what's expected to, to do a, a good life of that. Yeah, like to, and you know, you're kind of you're collecting that check up front. You're like, listen, bitch, I want to advance. See, but like you I, know, I also see that in UFC fighters though. How they, how they bite it. What do you mean? Okay, so let's say, you, do you remember Vitor Belfort? Yeah, he was juiced. He was juiced. Juiced to the gills, and then. You know, when they start... Oh, yeah. When then they when they testing. start testing, you get fucked. Yeah. I mean, did you watch... Uh, there's a documentary, Joe Rogan. Shout out to Joe Rogan. Yes. We, we started out talking about Joe <laughs> Rogan. Where the, how the fuck did know. this happen? Oh, back. I probably talked about Dorian Yates because yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. one. So Joe Rogan, there's a... <laughs> Joe Rogan. There's this uh, documentary called The Smashing Machine mm-hmm. about Mark Kerr. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know that one? Yeah. Or I know who... I know. You Mark know who Kerr, Kerr is? Yeah. Bro, this guy was like fighting, and I think he fought in Pride, like in Japan and shit. Yeah. And but I think he fought maybe in UFC a little bit. Two forty, two forty. Who traps like fucking Mountains. like fucking Ronnie Coleman, bro? Mm. He looked like Ronnie Coleman. Triple chest striations, like just and just and and out there fighting. Oh yeah, and fucking smashing, smashing, smashing. motherfuckers in the heavyweight. Because this was like before they really. 
I don't know, even jujitsu. Like, sure, Gracie was one of the first guys, mm-hmm. but not everyone knew it yet. Yeah. So he just would go in there and smash these motherfuckers. And he was obviously juiced to the gills. Mm-hmm. And he was injecting fucking basically morphine. Really? Like IV, bro. Dang. And uh, he became like a junkie and shit and, you know, all that, which was sad and whatever. And his fucking career went to shit. But. He wouldn't have done anything if it wasn't for fucking juice and being on morphine going into those fights. I mean, I think you could say the same thing for Anderson Silva. I don't know that much about him. He was juicing. Was he? Yeah. Which is why he was so dominant. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's va- like, I don't. Dan Bilzerian's on steroids. Joe yes. Rogan's on steroids. Vitaly's on steroids. All these guys are on steroids, okay? Bradley Martin oh, is on fucking sure. steroids. So they're yes. all on steroids. And I'm not using steroids as an excuse. You can build an amazing physique without steroids. Mm-hmm. But if you want an ungodly physique, you you have to take steroids. You gotta use some juice. And the only person, the only person that everyone thinks is on roids, and I believe could possibly not be on roids, is Mike O'Hearn. <laughs> you know really? My, yeah, yeah, I know who it is. Bro. Sure, he looks like it. He's 250, he's 50 years he's old, huge. and he fucking looks he's amazing. Okay, yeah. he's giant, he's strong as shit. He just had a son. Really? I didn't know that. Okay, he just has a son with this other, like, beast bitch. Like, she's just strong as fuck. <laughs> right? Thor. Uh-huh. And I think they named him Titan. <laughs> Titan. Well, because that was Michael Hearn's nickname. Yeah. I don't know if they named him that or they nicknamed him, but the bitch, Either he's way, referred to a, as Titan. That's a, that's a good That's name. fucking hard as shit. And I'm looking at this picture of the baby, and I'm like, oh, that must be Photoshop, because it looks like he has, like, shoulder, like, insertions. Really? And he's, as like, nine months old. What? Bro, you see him in the pool in a video. Like, it looks like an iPhone video. Okay. The kid's got lats. The kid's got lats. He's got lats. And bro, I'll months. show you after. This is even crazier. So uh, one of his friends, oh, fuck, what's his name? I don't know. One of Michael Hearn's friends has a kid, and he the kid. There's this little like pole that you can hang, like a pull up bar. Yeah. Okay, but it's the the pole's thin. Mm-hmm. Kid puts his hands around it. The guy takes his hands away, and this under year old baby is hanging from the bar. This not you said nine months under a year. Okay, under a year. Hanging from the Hanging, bar, dude. I Do mean, you understand just amazing the genetics, though? Obviously. Exactly, obviously, obviously. But just yeah, like Roy's for a baby, sure would knock that out uh, like crazy out of the park. So sure, maybe the dad had great genetics. Maybe Michael Hearn has great genetics, and he takes roids. And you know, the mom has great genetics. But I'll wait to co- say that he's juicing to see what happens with that kid. If that kid starts fucking working out, which you know damn well he will, right when he's born. And he works out till he's 18, and he's a fucking unit like his father. I'd be like, well, fuck, maybe he's not on roids. I mean, if if that's the case, then... Bro, because the kid is like proof, man. The kid just is... I mean, shoulder insertion. Like, the kid looks like he's yeah. on juice, and he's a year old. Like, I really hope Michael Hearn's not giving his son steroids. That'd be a little like, crazy. I really, and I really don't think that's happening. So you just think it's just really good genetics? I think it's, I think it's possible. Just really, you know, really like good Simeon Panda, Ulysses yeah. World, like they're all juicing. They all have fucking gyno and bitch mm-hmm. tits, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Yeah, okay. I can tell. But like Michael Hearn doesn't have any of that shit. He has no real side effects. He's fifty. He's fifty. He's been if he's been on the gear, bro. He's been on the sauce for a while. Yeah, and he's still doing okay. But he's still, you know. St- Still just as strong. Still just as fucking strong. Still All just as. I mean, at big. sixteen, the guy was two sixty, a football at player. Sixteen, wow, bro. You see some of the old shit, and like it's tough to believe all that. That is, yeah. But like when I saw the kid, I'm like, dude, it might be real. It <laughs> might, it might, like this might not be no bullshit. Sixteen, two sixty. That's like, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like two sixty, and he was a football player, so he had a little extra chunk on. But like, bro, like the traps look like he, he looked like he on juice. And I mean, hey, to that, you know, just yeah, those genetics that, are just hard to beat. I can't say fucking nothing. You can't. But anyways, back to the steroid talk. I mean, even me, like I would like to be on juice. I think but, I, every athlete, every everyone who does, you know, 
but it needs out. to be at a point where like the benefit outweigh any drawbacks because like it and also once you get on like trt and shit like that you can't come off that's true or if you do it's going to be a fucking it's going to be your a body shitty is going to take a toll oh your body's going to take a beat everything's just going to be shit you're going to be depressed you're going to be deflated all that shit so you better have all your ducks in a fucking row and then be like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to get on TRT. Yeah, and then that's when that's when you say that, yeah, I got to be a little older. Yeah, have but life Joe Rogan be... got on at, like, 30. Really? You know, like, there's yeah, some 30. pictures where, like, Joe Rogan looks hard and crazy and all that shit, but he's been on TRT for 20 years. Like, sure, he's an amazing athlete, and he works out all the time and does all this. But he's also juicing. Why does he do it, though? Just to look good? To be better. That's true. He's like, why the fuck would I do it if I'm losing testosterone naturally? Why the fuck would I deal with that? If I can take it safely, you know, in minimal amounts of TRT have pretty high uh, benefits or moderate benefits with very uh, low downside risk. So when you get into the higher and higher shit and you're taking fucking D-ball and this and that and the other and fucking, you know, a little, if you take a little bit of growth, you'll probably be okay. If you're mm-hmm. taking growth and insulin and shit, then you're really like, you're full-blown bodybuilding. Yeah, you're going to try, you're trying to blow straight up. Straight juicing. You know, but if you're just doing it enough to be like, hold on to an extra 20 pounds of muscle. I mean, and. That's not crazy. That, that, that really isn't. Like 20 pounds of muscle extra. You know, and Joe crazy. Rogan, you know, it, it makes him look good. He looks good. He feels good. And like even when I listen to him, he's always so like fucking amped up and ready to go. That's testosterone, man. I I don't (laughs) care what you say. I know some old fuckers. Okay. I know some old men. I've been, you know, I got parents. They got friends like, and they're a little more like, fuck, like another, you know, like my father is ready. Like my father's kind of sedated sometimes. And then when he drinks a bang, he's amped the fuck up. But like. Joe Rogan doesn't. Joe Rogan's always. He's there. always. He's like, always. You there. know, I'm sure he wakes <clears> up <throat> and he's like, "Fuck it, I gotta work out. I gotta do this and that." He's probably like, "How yeah. do you have that much motivation?" Sure, maybe you're just a very motivated individual, but like, why don't people say like you are on steroids as well? You know, because he also doesn't even like he doesn't like preach about being motivated. He does like, he just a is. little, you know. But, but why is he just motivated? Yeah, to me, he just is, you know. Yeah, and he's always been it, but he never took that. Like to be an old man motivated like that, it's pretty. It's pretty insane. It's pretty tough. So I would like to try out juice a little. <laughs> <laughs> the only worry is going bald and acne. Bald and acne. That's Those your... are the two things. Because like I, think, I mean, the bald is you know you're fine with that. Yeah, but like the th- see, you know what's cool about being having a shaved head like I do. It's cool. Or the reason I do it, I do it because I got a full head of hair. You do? So I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. You think I should grow my hair out? Fuck I you. Mean, I'm going to shave that's, it short. That's what, what I thought too. But if I'm bald, okay, like balding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to cut oh. my hair, I'm going to hate it. I'm going to be like, oh my God, like I'm so, I'm so bald, bald. I have bro. to shave my head. Like it probably won't bother me as much as some people, but that's, you know, the difference. Mm-hmm. And then acne, like who the fuck wants extra acne? Who wants to get acne when they're like 30? <laughs> yeah, or even like me, like 19 or 18. So I don't think yeah. I'm going to start taking juice just yet. But who knows? It's for the future. Who knows? If you guys see me, like know. all of a sudden, like veins coming out of my fucking traps. How and- crazy would that be though in the future if like just juicing became more accepted? I'm saying though, I think SARMs are the next step. Really? SARMs have minimal side effects, supposedly. And... I know kids who have taken it, and there's definitely a fucking... They definitely Benefit. work. They work. Even, yeah. like, the not-as-crazy ones, like Austrian and shit yeah. like that, like, they work. And even roids. Like, I know some kids who have taken roids, and it fucks them up. And they get some benefit, obviously, mm-hmm. you know? But SARMs will give you close benefit, and they get off them, and... You don't even know this. You still on SARMs? Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, you still on? And they're like, no, I haven't taken a shit in a while. See, but like sports and they'll always just see as, you know, a performance enhancing drug. But like, fuck it. That's the other thing. <clears throat> I'm out of sports. Yeah, that's The true. only thing I do is lift weights. And even, and that's what kind of disgusts me. Like, okay, I work out. I push decent numbers. Nothing great. Nothing horrible. Okay. These guys that go crazy, you know. Sure, there's the crazy bodybuilders that you know are juiced to the gills, right? Yeah, yeah. But then there's those other guys that are like, uh, I told you, Tony Semenon. These mm-hmm. guys that just tactical training, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're all jacked <clears throat> and shit. Some aren't on juice, but the guys that are like deadlifting 500 for reps, 
<laughs> and they're fucking 240, 250, 260. Perfect physique. Or just jack, not yeah. even perfect, just puffy and shit. Like, come on, bro. You're, like, you're telling me you aren't on something? When they're big and they're 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 shredded, they're cut. Oh, you know for a fact. You know for a fact. But I'm saying even guys that like you don't have to be cut to be on steroids. No, yeah. And you, you see it in Dan Bilzerian. Oh yeah. Vitaly. But he's I mean, he's cut. They're, yeah. Like they're strong. Like they but they look they're doing it more for like aesthetic look mm-hmm. and they're pretty strong. These guys are super strong. <laughs> and they're, <laughs> they're kind of puffy yeah. and shit like that. You know, but you, you still can look at them and be like, Well, motherfucker, if you're gonna say that you aren't on anything or you don't like bring it up. It's like would I really doubt that? Yeah, yeah. like I think you're on a little something, bro. Yeah. So I don't know, but Roids could be fun. Who knows? You want to try? <laughs> Hit me go. up in uh, 10, 15 years. Really? That yeah. long? I just have no patience. Like, I, I no just really patience. want to try them. You know, because if like I can do it for a month, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it ruins my life that month. I don't think I could do it. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, my, my psyche is too fragile right now. Like, my entire life is too fragile. Like, this podcast. That's why. You got to grow a little bit. And yeah, I need to, like... Mature. I need to mature a little bit. Sure. I need to have stable footing. I need to have, like, a house. <laughs> or, like, you know what I'm saying. Like, I need to be, like, okay, I can add one more supplement into my life. <laughs> and if shit starts going bad, it's not all just going to fall apart. Yeah. Because, like, if shit... Go- if one thing went bad right now, like, really bad... Everything's fucked, <laughs> you know. Like even trying to do this podcast, like um, yesterday we fucked up, right? Yeah, we definitely did, bro. Last night, I'm sad. I'm fucking depressed. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck! Like I gotta get another podcast done. It's not gonna work. Just all these thoughts of doubt and all that. If you're doing that, and I was on fucking something that messed with my hormones, yeah. Oh. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, I've had it. Like, I remember I went on a whatever. I went to Miami. Yeah. And I hung out in Miami for a few days with some friends. We did whatever, lived it up. And I came back, okay? And let's just say my mind was not in the clearest state. Uh, my endorphins, everything was all thrown out. Whack. And you mean, that's just what happens. That's just what happens. Yeah. It happens. And then two days later, I drive to Tallahassee to go do my orientation. In that orientation, it was, it was horrible too. It was like two or three nights. I was so depressed. I fucking kid you not, bro. I was so depressed. I didn't want to blow my brains out yet. That took like progression. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that took me never like getting everything straight again. Like I couldn't get all my endorphins and hormones. Like not everything could be lined up. But, bro, it was so bad. Like, it just made everything 10 times worse. And that's where, like, all my problems with school and all that Mm -hmm. started. Like, being on such unstable footing and then having the orientation part. Like, orientation's depressing anyways. Yeah. But it was so depressing. I was so unable to cope with it. And that just fucking Just wasn't working. Oh, it killed me physically. Like, physically and mentally, though. Can you ma- so can you imagine having something that was messing with your hormones? Through if I was that. on roids, or if I was like on, uh, if I'd like say just hopped off roids oh, and went there, that would have been just done, a- totally done. You know, and that's the problem. Like, and I think nowadays, like it's these guys, like Dambles and all them, they're, they're getting the advance. They're like, listen, like I'm gonna take these steroids now, and I'm gonna feel fucking good now. Worry about later when it comes to it. But they figure, like, you know, if I can do it for twenty years. Hey, 40 years? Why not? Who the fuck gives a shit when I'm 60? Same with Joe Rogan. All these guys. And it's like that. Like, yeah, if I could get on TRT and just fucking stay on it and ride that high for 30 years, I think, and, and like, it boosts me. It's a fucking um, performance enhancer. Yeah. Then fuck yeah. I think it's a good move. Yeah. But if <laughs> but I'm, if I'm going to jump on it for six months and I hop off... I'm not going to make that much progress in six months. And if you're not really in the right headspace in those six months. Or if something happens. Imagine you get off and then something just random happens. Yeah, something unexpected. Imagine Jake dies. Just croaks. Not you, Jake. My (laughs) Jake. Like imagine. Or my fucking dog died. You never know. But I'm just saying. All that shit. Or something happens with the podcast. 
Who the fuck knows? Channel gets something taken down happen. or something. Who knows? Yeah. It could fucking kill you. It really could. You know? I, I believe that. It's dangerous, but... But hey, if you have a goal... Fuck it. That's what fucking Rich Piana says, and that's the goddamn truth, you know? If you got a goal and you're willing to go... You got to be willing to go 100%. Because he said, like, that's what his 5% or motto was. Only 5% of people are willing to do whatever it takes. Okay? And I think that's good. And that's where even, that's like, true. the roids that's and the SARMs totally comes true. in. I'm like, fuck it. <clears> like, <throat> I, I might do it. You never know. I really can't say for sure I won't do any of that shit. But I have to be... Once you commit, I got to commit 100%. You have to. You know, I can't you've, pussyfoot it. Yeah, I can't jump in, jump out, let it all fuck with me. You've taken this leap, you know. You've... That's you've gonna be my yourself. life. You like, have to. I'm gonna be on roids now. You have to, you know. You know. You have to do everything in accordance to, you know, what you're taking right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Work this out podcast. In accordance to what you're taking, yeah. Oh yeah, like I try doing everything in accordance to this podcast, you know, and helping helping the podcast. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Whatever I do, I'm always thinking <clears> about <throat> the podcast, trying to help the podcast grow. Mm-hmm. Now, if I took roids. Try to help the podcast grow. Okay. Would be a good thing, a bad thing? Would it help the podcast, hurt the podcast? Who knows? But now it's one other fucking big-ass variable that I'm going to have to deal with. And so, like, if you did do that, like, why wouldn't you go 100%? Yeah, you have yeah, to. Yeah, you have to. I have no choice. If I'm going to go 100% in the podcast and I'm going to take roids, I have to go 100% on roids because I can't come onto the podcast and be 230 one day and then be 160 the next day and be like, all. Oh, I'm a little bitch now because all my balls shriveled up and I'm all fucked up and I just hopped off roids because the shit was fucking me up and you know like you can't do that you really couldn't I really can't you guys know what should we talk about so I know that we have a common uh, well I know it was a podcast I watched we're both I guess avid podcast watchers you could say Uh, the no jumper podcast I fucking love that one. Love Adam. <laughs> I don't really like at, like TBH. I love Adam. Like he's okay, you know, but he he is who he is. That's just how it is, you know. Yeah. And uh, he gets some good ass <clears> people. <throat> I mean, the porn stars are always fucking funny. <laughs> they're hilarious. <laughs> they're so it's, funny. They're actually interesting. And though. they're interesting. Like Riley Reed was interesting. Like, all these ones. Whatever. It's a different different perspective. That's for damn sure. And that's mm-hmm. that's very valuable. But the other one I thought was sick was the John Kesselman one, the founder of Raw. Or yeah, Josh, yeah, Kesselman, Josh Kesselman. Yeah. I mean I don't know why, but that was like a very important podcast to my like development as a human. It's just to see someone with his motivation, with his urge just to help people in general. He honestly convinced me. Many people can't. Because like, I, I feel like a lot of people lie to themselves or lie to people and say, this is my passion. This is all I care about. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it isn't. Like when he talked about like how much he cares about rolling papers and the perfect smoke and shit like that. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I don't think he's lying. You know, it's, it's hard not to believe the truth. Him. It's hard not to believe him. Which, is, which was crazy. Because he just, he's so passionate about it. And he like... And I get what he was saying, like the intricacies. Like he mm-hmm. sees every nuance of smoking. He sees every single like He's nuance. like, oh, this would be cool. That would be cool. Like that's all he thinks about. And I think the cool part is how he just keeps competing with himself. Oh, yeah. He's just keeps making just, it better and better and better. Let me make better. this better. Let me do this. I mean, the guy has, he literally has a fucking monopoly on the smoking industry. I mean, other than tobacco and obviously that type of shit. But of non, uh, non-nicotine smokes. Mm-hmm. Oh he definitely yeah, definitely does. Like hemp wraps, he's uh, got all it that unlock. shit. Yeah, I don't know. It, but to me, the crazy part is just how he turned his passion, yeah, into a into just this crazy thing, and he became, in my opinion, just like the king of. He is the king of all just rolling he, papers. He's the king of rolling papers, one hundred percent. And it may sound like a weird thing to be. You know, but fuck, if you're the king of anything, you're doing pretty damn good. (laughs) I think about it. If you're the king of making guns, if you're the king of making even fucking stands, stands, like, bro, you're going to make some money. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to live a good life. Like, that's where, see, that's what really inspired me. I'm like, this guy can be a stoner, you (laughs) know, probably. We can make some assumptions. I think so. He can be this, that, and the other, but... Because he's so passionate about one thing, 
He's very passionate about very it. Passionate. And he will not be deterred by it. And he really cares like that much. He actually cares. He can make it successful. And, and a lot of and a lot of people say like, oh, if you do this, if you care the most, yeah. You'll if be if successful. you do what you love, you'll always yeah. You'll but be- there's like a lot of fuckers don't have the proof. Like sure, Steve Jobs, but like Steve yeah. Jobs is one in a million. Like the and like Steve Jobs is a genius. Like I don't think Josh Kesselman is a genius. He's a genius on rolling papers. Yeah, and that's what, he. Yeah. But why is he that? Mm. It's not because naturally he just oh, knew yeah. how to roll. Like how it's not that fucking complicated. But. He was a genius in the fact that he was so passionate that it like ruled his life. It did, you yeah. know. And I, th- I think I think like, that was pretty amazing. Just to hear him talk about it, just from an early age, that was all. Yeah, he was enamored by it from his father. Yeah, and then just so on and so he's and so on and so on until today. He's still yeah, he's still striving to be yeah, the better, be best. I mean, he makes so many new inventions and shit. He does. I don't know. I just thought that was a really amazing podcast. Me too. Too. Yeah, I don't know. Adam was, Adam was actually a pretty, pretty good person. To interview. Yeah, I mean, he's good, and he's gotten better. You can tell it too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I notice it. Like for me, first I started with my notepad, then I tried to like wean off it, and this that. He's pretty good. Not like asking. The key is asking good questions without having to like think about it. Yeah, you know, like yeah, Joe Rogan. Got, yeah. Joe Rogan always has a pretty good question he's, coming out. He's quick. Yeah, you know, sometimes he does some stupid questions because you can't like mm-hmm. let the mic settle or it mm-hmm. just kills the like energy of, course, of the podcast. But usually he's got some pretty fucking good questions, some pretty pointed questions. Just snap, just quick answers. Yeah, just man. quick like. Quick so questions. what do you think about that? And it's like, <laughs> shit, like that's a good ass question, you know? That that is one of his skills, you know, just a quick but like a deep question. Yeah, not like a fucking jerk off. Have you seen the Neil deGrasse Tyson one, right? Maybe. <clears throat> probably, I mean, probably. I think yeah, but I don't really like Neil deGrasse Tyson doesn't do it for me. Really? TBH. Who um like who which non bodybuilder? Who <laughs> was a good one for you? Uh, oh, there were a few. I mean, I like the Cerrone ones. The Masvidal one was pretty mm-hmm. damn good. Uh, Michael Dodd was good. He was a yeah. dirty cop. Did you watch that one? Mm, he no, was a dirty that. cop in New York. There was a movie ma- or a documentary made about him. There have been quite a few. The Bill Maher one was good. Oh, David yeah. Goggins was good. The first one, at least, I saw. Fuck, bro. What? A- I know there have been a few like amazing ones though, that I fucking just loved, but... I don't, there's just, so many. Yeah. Like, bro, let's be honest. Like, there's so many. Like, and they're, like, and they're random, too. Like, some you just click on. I think on, he doesn't like, get burnt out by doing podcasts. I think he does a little bit. A little like, bit? Bro, I'm telling you, I've noticed he looks like he's aged a fuck ton. Like, if you look at him two years ago, Joe looked young. No wrinkles. Totally good. And now yeah. when you see him, everything's gray. <laughs> and he's fucking, he, he's always like this. And it's fucking all the wrinkles yeah, on his head. He looked, and I mean, I don't give a fuck what you look like. I'm just saying, from like a youth perspective, he definitely looks like he's aged. Because it's gotta be. I mean, think about it. three hours of every single day, basically, just always talking, dedicated to talking to somebody and like asking good ass questions. And then it's, you got seven million people just on YouTube watching your shit. And it's gonna be, you know, it's. It's, you know, usually it's one take for him. Elon was good. Oh, it's basically always one yeah, take. Yeah, Elon, you know? that was a really good that one. That was a good one. Uh, yeah. yeah, really good. Tulsi Gabbard, Jocko Wilnick. That oh, one I, I loved liked. that one. Did you? Yeah. He's, jo- yeah Jocko, Jocko Wilnick was good. He's a fucking <laughs> that, bad that motherfucker. See, he, he's okay. like a person I wonder about roids. Really? Because, like, I don't think he's on it. Like, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to be on him, right? He's also he's pretty puffy. <laughs> he's puffy. He's puffy, and he could be fat. I've never really seen his gut. And he and he's strong as shit. To think which, he was, he was know, a Navy SEAL, which means you know he was doing more cardio. Yeah, and he also was. You can see him as a Navy SEAL. He looks oh, fucking sure. like a unit. I've never and seen I, that guy it, smile. No. <laughs> and so he probably wasn't on roids as a SEAL. No, no. Like now, like you're fifty or you're forty yeah. something, you're so he's made a shit. career. Yeah, like I don't know. He might be on a little something. something. I mean, at he his doesn't age, know. like, would it really hurt? Oh, it definitely would. Like, I don't think it, there'd be anything negative to doing it. I'm just saying, like, the persona he keeps and all mm-hmm. that shit. Oh, yeah, it wouldn't totally fit. You know what I'm saying? Does it really, like, I don't think he seems like, that's not what he's trying to put out there. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't like, be a, I'm on a roids, great fit. 
But is it a possibility? Maybe. I don't know. I don't see why not. Fuck it. Everyone's on roids. I'm on roids, motherfuckers. Everyone is. Everyone. Steve Jobs. <laughs> that's how he died, where the roids, roids gave him cancer. <laughs> oh, that's not funny to laugh about. No. Shame on you. <laughs> Shame on me. Uh, I, feel pretty, I feel pretty good. Yeah, me too. Uh, all right. I, I guess this is it. This has been a good podcast. So if you've listened all the way through, which... I fucking commend you on doing that because this was a, maybe a little disjointed. Um, sorry I'm not posting this actual podcast because my fucking camera's being a bastard. No excuses, but shit fucking happens, okay? So what I am going to do is I'm going to take some of the footage from the shit that we did yesterday that wasn't particularly the best, but I think it was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And there were some decent like Yeah, talks. yeah, there were. And I'm going to post that shit on YouTube. But it really disappoints me. I hope people actually listen to this. Because this was a pretty good, like, talk, you know? I, I don't know. It's going to be a quicker video, right? I'm oh, yeah. The, the videos are just going to be clips. So who knows? So I think the clips could get views. But I'm talking about this actual podcast. Mm-hmm. I hope, like, because I'll put it on Spotify and oh, iTunes yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. I hope some people actually, like, listen to it. Because it's kind of... That's why we shout it out. Yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, I'll shout. We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Thanks, bro.